Alcohol is one of the most dangerous substances on the planet. Someone dies from alcohol use every 10 seconds. And one night of a binge drinking can take a huge toll on the immune system. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. And today I just want to bring it back to the basics. It's important sometimes for us to reflect and remember and for us to remind people who may still be in active addiction the actual effects that alcohol have on the brain and body. And for me and my personal experience, Alcohol is a depressant. It plays on the nervous system. It depresses the nervous system. It leads to extreme depression. And it can create a dual diagnosis, which is a form of comorbidity where you have this addiction that's creating mental health issues. And for most people, we, when depressed or sad or feeling lost or uncertain or we're dealing with we're trying to cope in some way we lean on drugs and alcohol to help but the drugs and alcohol actually creates a larger problem and you go down a dark rabbit hole and that vicious cycle so today i want to do a brief episode we reflect on how alcohol affects the brain and body and i found this amazing piece that really brings it together because it's important to understand that as many components, alcohol affects us on multiple levels. It affects the immune system. It affects the your vital organs. It affects the brain negatively. It affects your ability to be motivated. It affects your neurotransmitter hormones. It, it, it's just a very devastating substance when abused and even one cup of wine could do a number on the human body. And as we know, there's no health benefits to alcohol. That's a myth, right? So when people talk about the polyphenols and the tannins and these um, and these antioxidant compounds that's within wine and liquors, studies show that the alcohol depletes the positive effects of these antioxidants. So it cancels it out. So although there's a lot of antioxidants in wine, the alcohol, you know, pretty much cancels it out and your body gets no nutrient, um, no nutrient benefits from the alcohol. So that's a myth. And I wish I knew that years ago because there was some part in the back of my mind which thought I was doing some good by drinking wine and drinking like a madman because, oh, alcohol is healthy and most people think that and it's not, right? And the immune system also becomes compromised. And being that we're in a pandemic and a COVID-19 environment, it's important to start to put these things in perspective, Alcohol use disorder. Alcohol 
also called alcoholism, dependence, alcohol dependence, alcoholism, and alcohol addiction. Usually self-diagnosable, symptoms include a strong need or urge to use alcohol. Those with alcohol use disorder may have problems controlling their drinking. Continue to use alcohol even when it causes problems or have withdrawal symptoms when they rapidly decrease or stop drinking. People may experience in the whole body blackouts, dizziness, shakiness, cravings, or sweating. Behavioral things that people may experience are aggression, agitation, compulsive behavior, self-destructive behavior, or lack of restraint. As far as your mood, you would experience anxiety, euphoria, general discontent, guilt, or loneliness. As far as your gastrointestinal, you will experience nausea or vomiting. Psychological, you could experience delirium or fear. Also common is physical substance dependence, problems with coordination, slurred speech, or tremors. So ladies and gentlemen, this is just a small little basic crash course on alcohol use disorder and some of the symptoms. And it's really important to put this in perspective because, you know, as um, I, you know, I'm eight years sober. I just recently dealt with a health issue myself. I had an ear infection that spread to parts of my brain and it just was terrible. I had to take antibiotics and I was just out of it for about three or four weeks. And I remember at the worst part of what I was going through, um, it reminded me of when I was dealing with my addiction, be, you know, the sweats, the fevers, the, the shakiness, the, you know, loss of equilibrium, the uncertainness, the confusion, the inability to sleep, the fear, random thoughts, all of these things. And I really was compelled to do this episode because, you know, alcohol is marketed as something that's recreational and they tell you drink responsibly, but they don't tell you all of the negative aspects of it. And most of us don't know if we have or if we're predisposed to be alcoholics. We don't know when we had that first drink at our 18 year old party or when we sneak out with our friends at 16 that we may be addicted, right? You don't know. So there's people who's going to try to drink for the first time, become addicted. There's people who's going to drink and form an addiction out of some form of trauma or depression or some form of rejection or a breakup or divorce or death in a family. We know when we lose something, the brain registers it as grief and that grief changes the brain through neuroplasticity. And this creates a mental health component. And, you know, people tend to drink more when they're in a state of grief and loss. So it's a vicious cycle and we want to be more health conscious. And for anyone that's in active recovery, right? And you're practicing, you go into your meetings, you're doing everything. You have your own form of um, treatments and different modalities that you use to stay sober. It's important for you to hear this 
because it reinforces our recovery. And if you're in active addiction and you're out there and you're drinking and you want to stop, this should be used and intended as motivation for you. So you understand what may be going on with the mind and body connection, right? There's a long road to healing after you stop drinking, but healing can be yours, right? We know that alcohol plays on the blood, our blood sugar, it could affect us. Our, our kidneys, it could affect our insulin, it could create diabetes, it could create just a slew of problems, inflammation in the brain, um, just it just never stops. It, it affects your gut microbiome, um, which is really important, and your gut bacteria and stuff like that. And anything that creates stress and fear is toxic because you don't need that, Right. You know, life throws us many curveballs. It's going to be times when we're up. It's going to be times when we're down. But taking something that actually makes you more depressed, but disguised as fun is not fair to you. And I think that now we need to just kind of like dispel the myths surrounding alcohol use, alcoholism and the negative effects of alcohol. We need to go on the mountaintop and scream it loud. So with no further ado, I want to share this short clip. You're listening to the Sober is Dope podcast. I'm your host, Pop Buchanan. I'm eight years sober. My sober date is December 15th, 2012. I'm extremely proud to be here. I'm proud to be of service and I'm proud to share these resources with you today on the Sober is Dope podcast. Please enjoy and God bless. Courtesy of Business Insider and Dr. Samuel Ball, I provide this clip which talks about how alcohol affects the brain and body. Dr. Samuel Ball of the National Center on Addiction and Substance Abuse at Columbia University reveals the myriad effects alcohol has on the brain and body. Alcohol's effects on the brain are quite complex. So just about any substance that people experience some kind of pleasure from tend to affect the brain centers that are involved in reward and control. And then over time with the addiction, the brain gets used to having that, uh, that, that external stimulant there. And what ends up happening is some of those dopamine receptors kind of get used to having that and they end up either becoming less sensitive or less productive of dopamine so that when you stop, your brain's not really ready for that. And that's, that's a, sort of oversimplifies it, but it's a part of what is involved with withdrawal. But alcohol has effects in lots of different areas of the brain, not just that sort of reward area, but it's also involved in a range of other neurotransmitters beyond dopamine. So, you know, things like glutamate and GABA and other parts of the brain, the hippocampus, which is involved in memory, the uh, cerebellum, which is the back part of your brain that's involved in, in motor coordination. And likewise, when, when someone is alcohol dependent, um, it, it's, it is one of the most destructive drugs to various parts of your, of your body and different organ systems. From the top down, uh, chronic alcohol dependence can have significant effects on cognitive functioning, memory, motor coordination, all of which is controlled up in the brain. You can have esophageal problems down into the stomach, pancreas, the liver, because the liver is the organ that kind of clears a lot of the toxic things out of our body. When that starts shutting down, it not only is not able to really process alcohol and its toxic byproducts well, but there are other things that it just starts 
you starts losing functioning. And when that starts going, it's a, uh, it's a very serious physical problem. Worst case scenarios can be things like alcohol-related dementia or delirium, which are serious brain problems, or cirrhosis would be another really major problem. You know, these are things that people become extremely ill and need to go into a nursing home, or people just die from. 